I'm interested in living a life that's incredible. Yeah. Right? You might be in a... People that are listening might be in a relationship that's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah, we're good. But what we're passionate about is something that's amazing. Because yeah. we do only have one life to right. live. And so I always coach people on turning over every stone. Right? I tried this, didn't work. Great. Next. Tried this, didn't work. Great. Next. Your willingness to keep getting up every time or keep trying a new book or a new uh, a new podcast or whatever, if, if it comes to transforming the mind, always trying to find that thing. Turn over every stone because you don't know which stone it's going to be that gives you that breakthrough. Welcome to the Dream Big, Play Bigger podcast, where we show how we created a powerful and successful marriage after military service. Now, your hosts, AJ and Jessica Richards. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number seven of the Dream Big, Play Bigger podcast with myself, AJ. And Jessica. And we're excited to be back with you guys today. Uh, the last episode we posted was Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. And uh, it's funny because Jessica listens to another couple called Rise Up or Rise Together, right? Yes. Yeah, Rise Together. Um, the lady that's on the uh, podcast actually wrote a book called Girl, Wash Your Face. Girl, Go Wash Your Face. Girl, Go Wash Your Face. And so they're a new podcast as well, but... <laughs> Their episode that came out about the same time as ours was the exact same topic. Yeah. So oh, we so all funny. clearly love talking about yeah. sex. It's a big issue and nobody talks about it. So I feel like it's a good topic. Yeah, good topic. And obviously because it's such an important topic, it's going to come up many times. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a uh, 14-year-old daughter. We have three girls. Freaks me out. But we've got three girls and our daughter's 14, just turned 14, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about some of that stuff here in the next few years. Not that we haven't already talked about it, but I just mean, you know, I'm just I'm just freaking out. I'm just trying to be more open than my family was yeah. because growing up religious, that's just not something you talked about. So that was, okay, I don't want to make this about sex, but that was a big issue, I think, yeah. in our marriage because it was so taboo yeah. to get married and you just don't know what to expect. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it is disappointing that it is so taboo because it is such a significant part of our life that I feel like you're right. We should be more open because if our parents were more open and if other people's parents were more open, and that's not to make them wrong, people evolve, life evolves, and so forth. But imagine the amount of sort of breakdowns in relationships that wouldn't happen mm -hmm. if those conversations were clear. Yeah, were if open. they were more prepared. Yeah. Yep. Like if my dad would have said, hey, listen, boy, wash the dishes and sweep the floor and you'll get all the sex you want. Yeah, but the thing is, he didn't have it figured out either. No, know. I know. I know. Well, so, that's my point. So yeah. I think that now that, you know, you and I are in a position where we are figuring it out, it is our responsibility to share that with our kids yeah. so, that, so that that can be something that they benefit from, you know, when they... Um, get married and have their own family because we want our kids' families to work as well, well obviously. especially because we have girls. Yeah. I, you know, I want them to marry good guys. So I want them, one, to have a great example, which they do, and two, um, know what to expect going into it so that they can have a successful relationship as well. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. So anyway, so that last episode was... 
more about love languages and so forth and, and how, to, how to see that that can benefit your relationship. Today we want to talk a little bit about being willing to change the way you think. And I emphasize change because it isn't about change. <clears throat> change implies that there's something wrong. What we're talking about is the willingness to transform the way you think. Yeah. So transforming implies that you're going, you're evolving, right? We're having a, a state change. We're we're leveling up the way we think, the way we process information, and so forth. And um, I I find it interesting that people aren't willing to consider a other a, an additional way or a new way of thinking. And here's the thing about that: it's not saying that you have to accept it. Right. But being willing to transform your thought means you're willing to accept others' ways of thinking and realize that it has no impact on your own. Right, just being more open-minded, and there's a lot of people that just aren't willing to be open-minded. Yeah, and so you look at all of these issues we're having in society, people screaming across you know, streets behind barricades for their own views and their own opinions, and if they were willing to have a transformation of the mind and recognize that each of us are have the right to believe and think the way we want to yeah. believe and you believing the way you want to believe doesn't have to have any effect on the way I want to believe. Right. There's then there would be a lot more peace. And so for us we specifically talk about that in our relationship in our in our homes, right? We're both yelling at each other across barricades in the in the in the home or in the bedroom or whatever, it doesn't matter because we're not willing to see others ways of being. Now I feel like in a relationship if I'm willing to see your way of being or thought. Yeah then I'm willing to also meet you there yeah. if it's something that you need, yeah. right? Versus if I'm so blinded by my way of seeing things, then I'm just going to be there standing with a, with a sign and picketing. Which is a really good um, example because you tend to be more, I want it my dominant. way. Dominant, yeah. yeah. I'm way more dominant. Yeah, so I know that for you it's been hard to sit back and have an idea but not convince me that your idea is awesome because <laughs> I know you have to fight so hard against that well my idea ideas are awesome right <laughs> every single one of them um I think that uh yes you're right it also has become not so hard um right I, I right more do, practice yeah just through practice it's not as I but wouldn't in the say beginning, hard. Was oh, yeah. Hard? yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. In the beginning, I was like, well, here's the thing about transformation and having a breakthrough is that it's instantaneous, right? If I was to say it was hard, it wasn't hard because it was hard for me to accept. It was no. hard because I couldn't see it. Yeah, and because you still have to train your mind because yeah. I'm not saying, because uh, I've had to the same way, just right. in different ways. You're just more dominant than I am, but I've had to change the way. Or transform the way I think about sex. Yeah. And about um, just different things too. And it, and even just not even with relationships every day when I'm getting frustrated or... I, I literally will just, in my mind, have to coach myself. Mm -hmm. Because I'm used to... What I realized, um, listening to podcasts and, and trying to transform the way I think is I'm a very negative person. Mm. And oh, so when you listen to that yes, podcast by Brooke, yes, that's yes. funny because I, there's no way I was going to tell you that no. you should listen to that podcast. And I already had, but yeah. I, 
I definitely, I'm definitely a negative thinker and it sucks to admit that. It sucks to know that, but it's great at the same time because then I can transform that. But I, I totally right. am and I have to be very, very aware of my thoughts because immediately yeah. we were having this conversation the other day about hiking at night and um, I, everything, all of a sudden I'm like everything that can go wrong, well there's snakes, there's animals, blah, 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 like everything, <laughs> my mind always goes worst case scenario, AJ's doesn't, His he's more optimistic, unfortunately I'm more pessimistic and I don't want to be that way so I'm trying to change my mind and be more positive but definitely have to coach myself and um, remind myself constantly to be more positive or yeah. whatever it is that I want to change or transform right. for sure. Well, there's a couple things you said there that I think was important. First of all, just so for those of you guys who don't know, if this happens to be the first episode you're listening to or haven't heard us mention in the past, Jessica and I really like this podcast by a life coach, um, uh, one of the number one life coaches I would probably say in the country. Her name's Brooke Castillo. And she talked. She had a podcast about negative, uh, being negative or negative thoughts. Yeah, negative thoughts. And essentially, what she's saying, and it's true, is if you are constantly seeing negative in people, you're probably negative. Yeah. That's just the way it works. Yeah. And like Jessica said, being willing to recognize that that's how you're feeling and aware that that's how you're feeling gives you power. Now, it's you. You have to take action once you recognize that that's the way it is. You, now you have a choice. Okay, I'm aware that this is how I am. I can either choose to continue to be this way or see what it's like to not be so negative, to not have my first thoughts be negative. Yeah. It's not easy. No. Like your emotions control most people's lives. Oh, absolutely. So you have a thought, that thought creates an emotion, and then you live your world into reality the way that you thought and felt. When you realize that your thoughts are not you until you put them into action... So if you have a thought and it's a negative thought that, and that kind of brings up a negative feeling, mm -hmm. if you can be aware of that, just think about that thought and change it. Yeah. I mean, it really is easy to change a thought and you have to want to because your feelings are going to be, come on, this is, I mean, you're so used to it. That's what it means to have a state change. That's what it means to have a, a transformation and then a breakthrough. And so what I was going to say is that I, I, have had that breakthrough so the struggle to back off wasn't that long once I recognized right. it. Right. And I was just going to say being aware of it's the first step. Yeah. Right. And then and then there's just you learning to it's basically now you're learning to do things differently. Yeah. So in our relationship we learn to do things differently in our time outside of our home or with employees or um, coworkers or managers, yeah. bosses, it doesn't matter wherever you're at. Now you're like, okay, now it's time to put that work into practice of I'm aware, now what? And, you know, I've got a lot of friends that have gone through this kind of training and experience and they recognize it. And even myself early on, I mean, it's only been in the last six to nine months where I've said, okay, I know better, yeah. right? It's like I touched the pan, I burned myself. And I know that I burn myself if I touch the hot pan and I touch it again. Yeah. Right? And at some point I just got tired of touching the hot pan and I says, okay, I know that what I'm up to doesn't make sense. It's not, it doesn't work for the life that I want to create with my family. So let me change that. Let me actually choose to not do it the same way over and over and over again. And um, there, there's a term for it. It's called a blind spot. Yeah. Right? 
But once that blind spot is made known, made known, it's all you. You are the only one that is now responsible. You, you have no more excuse. So, what, um, I was curious, what you feel like, like early on, I started getting into this early on myself with mm -hmm. transformation, right? I remember, it was really hard for me because I remember my mom told me one time, I, so I was raised in a family that did Amway. And my dad was actually really successful in Amway. And the thing about that world is it's all about self-help, self-development, and growth, right? It's, it's a sales world, and that's mm -hmm. what they're constantly teaching. So one of, the, one of the blessings of my youth growing up was I was exposed to self-development early on before it was a thing, right? Yeah. Self-development has only been around consciously for the masses like in the 90s. Yeah. In the 80s, it barely existed. In the 90s, it started growing with really with multi-level marketing. <laughs> it's way more prevalent now, I'd say, the last five years. Yeah, exactly. And and so that's that's kind of the, the timeline. And so I grew up in that, so I was fortunate to grow up in that. But I remember my mom saying one time that she was listening to Dave Ramsey, I think, um, with my grandma on her way down here to see us. Mm -hmm. And my grandma said, why are you listening to that crap? Like that, none of that stuff makes sense. And so kind of ingrained into my life is this feeling of I'm not right for wanting to pursue that. Like I am who I am. And by questioning that, now let me just say this real quick, guys. This is the story I made up. It's not what's so. Like my grand, I put a, I filled in a whole lot of blanks and that's how we do it. We all, yeah, we all do that. With this phrase that was told to me by my mom that my grandma said, because I love my grandma, I respect her. And so I made up this story that if I need self-help, there's something wrong with me. And so it took me a long a time to expect, yeah, yeah, totally. And it took me a long time to accept that, right? We're, the last thing that we're willing to give up and hold on to is the way we think. Right. Oh yeah. It's like the it's like what they call a psychonaut. You're you're really it's a it's a exploration into the mind and that freaks people out because all different kinds of reasons, right? So I've I struggled that with that for a long time and I actually had been introduced to some self-help and self-development courses and that kind of stuff early on and I would blow and blow them off because of what you know, my grandma had said, not even to me, but what my grandma had said. And so I would blow it off. And then finally, somebody that I really respected said, look, you, you need to do this if you expect things to be different. Mm -hmm. Right? The definition of insanity is you continue to do the same things over and over and over again, um, expecting a different result. But you can't expect a different result until you're willing to change the way that you go at that particular thing. Right. And that will always start with how you see it, how you view it, and that's with your thoughts. So... Uh, I started early on. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing it back around to where I was bringing you in. So I started early on, and then I took it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And one of the hardest things about going through a self-development program and kind of having those breakthroughs is it honestly feels like the people around you that you care about, if they aren't willing to do it as well, you feel like you're living with somebody who's a drug addict and they just can't see it. Mm -hmm. Why do you keep sticking that needle in your arm? You're going to kill yourself. Like, how can you not see how it's destroying your life? Guys, it really felt like that, especially with my wife, because we were having all these, you know, our normal marriage problems. Mm -hmm. and, 
and and um, I was just like, if you would just do this, everything would be better. And but the way you went about it made me feel wrong. Yeah, so totally. You just you know the way I looked at it was you just want to fix me. Okay, or cool. Change That's what I me. Yeah. And I don't see anything that needed to be changed. And obviously, I did need some transformation but it, it has to be in the right way and I think the person needs to be ready for it and I don't think I was ready for it because you know I went to Landmark and I just wasn't ready for it and I didn't get I got a lot of things out of it actually for myself but not necessarily for our relationship yeah so so that's what I was wondering so you felt like I was making you wrong and mm-hmm. trying to change you mm-hmm. and you didn't feel like you needed change mm-hmm. yeah Interesting. Or not necessarily needed to change, just, I don't know, I guess I felt like more attacked, like, well, I'm not going to change because you want me to change, or what's uh, wrong with me, it, yeah, it was just more of a victim mentality, probably. Yeah, because, well, we're both very stubborn, so I could see that coming at it that way was like, you know, if you go, if you confront somebody, they're, most of the time their automatic response is defensive. Yep. Yep. So that's how it was. So yep. for you, it was a defense mechanism. Yep. Hmm, interesting. And I can see that. I mean, I definitely see how that worked uh, or how that play, played out. So Because it was always when we were fighting. Right. When you would bring up self-help things. Right. And so it, I was already defensive. Mm-hmm. And then it just, yeah, it wasn't a good space for that, for me to accept that. I think I know when you decided to accept it but I might not so in your mind when was it you that you said okay reading that book that book yeah but why did you read that book I couldn't sleep <laughs> yeah. I was looking for a book to read and it was sitting there because Steve Hardison had given it to us so I'm like well I guess because I I love reading but I love reading fiction books something that just draws you in and you take page turner and you can't put it down well I didn't have any of those so I'm like well Yes, I'll read this. Maybe it will be boring enough. It'll put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I actually really liked it. And I was like, interesting. And driving to work the next day, I just felt a change. Like, um, it was about changing relationships. And mm-hmm. I didn't even necessarily think about us, but coworkers and problems I was having at work. Like, okay, I can. And just driving to work, like, getting frustrated. Someone's going super slow. And I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't need to be frustrated. Yeah. I'm not in a hurry for anything. Like, it just made an impact. And then kind of from there, our relationships are changing. And then I was just so open to it. Yeah. Now I feel like kind of a sponge where I can't get enough because it's such good information. So that's that's the part that's cool, right? Is you took Landmark. Mm-hmm. You did it resentfully because mm-hmm. you didn't really want to be there. Yep. That was That was a couple of years ago. Yep. And that was my point that once it happens, it doesn't take time. Yeah. The transformation yeah. is, that's it. Right. Like discovering balance on a bike. Once you discover it, you got it. You don't have to keep, you know, you practice to get better at it, but yeah. you understand balance. So, I and I noticed that. That's what was crazy is you read that book because you couldn't sleep. You were just, you know, you were in a bad spot because sleeping wasn't mm-hmm. happening. Health-wise, for sure. And it was literally the next morning you were already acting in a way that I was just like, whoa, something clicked. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. something clicked, and it was just reading that book. Now, the book is phenomenal, and there's a lot of other books out there like that and different topics and so forth, so it's not... Steve Chandler is the author of the book, and we put the link in our last podcast, so go check that out. Yeah, he's got got great books. A lot of great books. 
Um, and they're also really easy to read yes. and consume, yes. which I love. Yes. Um, so there, you can get this from anything. And so I guess the point is being willing to go looking for it because you just don't know what it is you're going to need to do to have that change, yeah. that, that shift. I keep saying change, but when I use the term, it's just the shift, the shift in the way of being so that things start working better. And we're not talking about things. When I say better, here's what, here's what I'm, I'm interested in living a life that's incredible, yeah. right? You might be in a, people that are listening might be in a relationship that's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah, we're good. But what we're passionate about is something that's amazing because yeah. we do only have one life to right. live. And so I always coach people on turning over every stone, right? I tried this, didn't work. Great. Next. Tried this, didn't work. Great. Next. Your willingness to keep getting up every time or keep trying a new book or a new, uh, a new podcast or whatever, if, if it comes to transforming the mind, always trying to find that thing. Turn over every stone because you don't know which stone it's going to be that gives you that breakthrough. Somebody's yeah. going to say something in the right way. It's a coaching cue. We own a gym. We own a, it's called the Rush Club Human Performance Center in Mesa. And um, we have this kind of way of when we coach, I can tell somebody how to do a certain movement till I'm blue in the face. Yeah. And then another coach will walk over and tell that person the same thing with a slightly different cue and all of a sudden they got it. Yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, oh. And then, okay, <laughs> and then they look at me like, why don't you just say that? Yeah. Oh, I was saying that yeah. the whole time. And so that's what it's like. So your willingness to study and read and transform the mind, that's all you're looking for, but it's going to be earned. Yeah. And don't be something that I've very recently become aware of is don't be afraid of failure because I have yeah. very much been afraid of failure. Yeah. And you not so much. Like you're, I mean, I don't know if it's just the way your brain is, mm -hmm. whatever, but um, we went to this global leadership yeah, summit. Global, yeah. Global leadership summit. And oh my gosh, they talked so much about not being afraid of failure. And there's lots of growth, so much growth in failure. Yeah. So that definitely helped change my mind um, about failure. Like, okay. Yeah. Especially owning businesses and, I mean, just, it applies to so many different things in your life. But, okay, it's okay because it's a learning curve. And you'll yeah. there'll be growth come out of it no matter how it plays out. Yeah. You're right. And my fear of failure... I actually don't, I don't have a feel of fear of failure, but my fear is letting you down. Right. And so your fear then gets put on to, to me, you. which yeah. is fine. I, I, I get that. I'm not trying to put that on you. I'm just saying that if I go for something, it's not, I'm not afraid that that thing that I'm going for is going to fail. It's disappointing you that I failed. And so like you said, Every single person who has been, who is, is successful, mm -hmm. they failed over and over and over again, and they just keep going. They just yeah. keep getting back up. Now, they don't keep doing the same things to fail over right. and over again. They fail and they try something new, and they fail and they try something new. I read some, at, I read some time that, um, or at some point that uh, Thomas Edison... Oh, I wish I could remember some outrageous number of failures before the light bulb finally worked. Wow. Like it was great, like thousands of times. And then uh, Henry Ford, 
he had his engineers. He wanted this engine built a specific way, and they're like, can't be done. He's like, go do it. And they came back a year later, and they said, no, it can't be done. We can't do it. And he's gone like bankrupt like once or twice, and he said, no, go back and do it. I want it built the way I want it built. And he was not afraid to fail to the point where it worked. And that was the engine that ran the Model T Ford. And it was, just, but, but none of those guys succeeded without failing a bunch of times right. before it finally worked. So all of that is tied into being willing to transform the mind yeah. so that you can see that. And then you'll have people that aren't afraid to fail, but then they have shortcomings in other areas. Mm-hmm. And like my shortcoming was and is, and I'm always evolving. So like I always say, I only know what I know today. So don't quote me on it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a different person tomorrow. The lessons I've learned will evolve. And so everything I'm saying in this podcast could be something slightly different tomorrow. Because right. what I'm sharing with you today is what I've discovered that has yeah. worked up to this yeah. point. But one of the things that I've developed and been developing is my ability to uh, replace myself in areas that I am not good at. Yeah. And being okay with that. Yeah. Because early on, I was trying to prove myself, right? I dropped out of high school. I'm not successful in monetary standards. I have all these stories in my head that, man, if I could do all this myself, people would be like, oh, man, that guy, he could do it all. And by by seeing it that way, I'm constantly failing. Right. And failing at the same thing over and over. And that's the problem. Yeah. So recently, we've gone through the issues in our gym where we almost had to bankrupt it yeah and one thing that I've lacked this entire time was somebody that helped me with my numbers yes and I'm the first to admit I am not a numbers person but that's what was missing well we brought somebody in that knows numbers and within a week of looking at everything put a plan together to keep it from BKing and save us a crap ton of money a month while also asking our members to support us as we go through this failure that I put us in Mm -hmm. and trusting that the community would rally to support the place we built and it's all come together. But I had to be willing to give up my own thoughts of how people are going to think of me and what what am I going to look like to people and in reality what I got back in exchange for being vulnerable with everyone was support support and uh, this strange and I say strange, respectfully, strange admiration that I was willing to put myself out there because in the end, we're all the same. Right. We all have the same thoughts and fears and doubts and we fill the space between our ears with the worst case scenarios in many cases unless you're willing to work on the discovery that when you control your thoughts, you control the world around you and you create your world rather than just being at the mercy of it. So Nelson Mandela is a great example that I like to use because Nelson Mandela was wrongfully imprisoned for 20 years. So imagine you get put in jail for 20 years and you know you, you know that you're not supposed to be there and that it was a race thing or a political thing or a spiritual thing or whatever because that happens. I mean, I even have uncles that just went through this. But yeah. wrongfully imprisoned for 20 years, Nelson Mandela was. And while in prison, rather than stewing on how he was there and wasn't supposed to be, he instead developed a mindset and controlled his thoughts and then ended up coming out and being the president of South Africa. Yeah. So, anyway. Mindset. Mindset. That's the whole point is you can change your thoughts, but you have to be aware of it and willing to 
transform. Yeah. And I've shared it before in the past, but because Jessica and I really do have a, a passion for our veteran community yes, and our veteran couples, to my veteran brothers and sisters, I would say again that you were in basic training, AIT, and boot camp, whichever branch you were in, for months at a time, and some of you, depending on your specialty skill, even a couple of years, for the purpose of becoming that, that war, war fighter. The purpose of executing a task and being the best the world has ever seen, which is what the United States military is. Yep. That was a transformation of the mind. Yep. And if you would like to live a powerful life out of uniform and even during uniform. Man, if I knew what I knew now while in uniform, yeah. I can't imagine the the leadership qualities I was ha I would have. But you have to understand that you're going to have to go pursue that education just like the intensity it was to become the person you are. It's just, it's that simple. You went through a transformation. That's what they're there for. They've been doing it forever. And so they know how to get you to become a warfighter that if you want to become a powerful civilian, you're going to have to pursue the ability to transform your mind now. And if you guys are struggling in your marriage, that's part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've interviewed a lot of people that um, have questions about their relationship, and it's sad that, I mean, we were there, but yes. it's disappointing. We find out that in many cases, both people are not interested. Or one. Well, that's what I mean. Only one person is oh, trying yeah. to make things yeah. right. Yeah, and, and I definitely know that's hard. Yeah. You can, here's the thing about that. You can struggle through it and survive in many cases, but Which like we, we said, yeah, we did, but we're not interested in surviving because what we've got now is awesome. Yeah, and it took us both. Is, yeah, we we struggled through it for many, 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 many years. Yeah, and then we finally made a change. But um, if you're willing to struggle through it, then I think you can have an amazing relationship. But it it probably takes both people. <laughs> What, what would you say your biggest breakthrough was since since you started reading that book, right? Your, your moment of the acceptance of transformation. Since then, do you have a moment where you, like, we call it an aha moment that you can think of that was like, oh, man, that's, that's going to make an impact on my life now that I'm aware of it? Um, I think... No, not necessarily an aha, aha moment. I just know that the biggest impact has been our relationship. Hmm. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's just almost mind-blowing where we're at right now. And it's just um, reading the books. And I, I think for sure me making that change contributed to it. Mm -hmm. And then us both willing to work and, um, and figure out each other's needs has been huge. Yeah. Because I, I know that we had so many discussions and fights about your needs. Yeah. And yeah. it just never made sense to me. I just, I couldn't see it. I could right. not see it because it was a blind spot for me. And then when I finally was willing to transform and I saw it, that was an aha. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that makes I was sense. I like, okay, that makes sense. How do we make it work for us? Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about all of this has been that even if other things aren't working, it hasn't affected us personally. Yes, and I and I used to see people that were like 
way worse off than we were financially or whatever, yeah. but yet their relationship, they were so tight. And yeah. I'm like, why don't we have that? Yeah. And we're doing better than they, our home is nicer, our cars are nicer. Like, I mean, we, we're not, we're not killing it by any means yeah. financially, but I would see others and just judge my relationship be like, man, those guys could live in a freaking cardboard hut and scrounge for food and they're just totally connected. Why don't we have that? And it has nothing to do with that. Right. So now we're starting to see that. And that's what I've been loving is like we can have stress with our kids. Yep. We can have stress with our businesses. Yep. We can have stress with our health. And at the end of the day, it hasn't affected you and me at all. Yeah. And that's that is definitely a, a big change. Because yeah. before, um, I would have had a lot of breakdowns with yeah. the, where the business is at or where it was at and the struggles we're having. Yep. Um, would have been, it would have definitely brought a lot of problems with us yeah that makes sense but no we're we're good so it's i feel like when we're good everything else is it's easy it's easy to handle it's easy to life together yeah (laughs) when when we're good yeah if that makes sense yep so we appreciate you guys joining us today on the uh on this episode about being able to transform the mind and work on that um we uh hope you take something out of this i'd like to ask that if you have enjoyed what we've been sharing that you give us a review on iTunes and um, and even share it. We'd really like to get this out there to others that are struggling because, um, you know, we are committed to being fully transparent to everybody. And um, if you're looking for more support, shoot me an email at aj at dreambigplaybigger.com. I'm happy to uh, give you any sort of personal feedback if you'd like. And Um, some of you may know this, some of you don't, that I do coach people one-on-one. So if you're looking for that, uh, I've spent many years learning how to develop myself in a way that I can hold space for somebody to be able to listen for what makes a difference for you. And it is life coaching. And, uh, I'm proud to say that that is something that is a skill that I've been developing um, because it made such a big difference for me in my life and many others that I know that use that, that I'm no longer willing to accept that it's this thing that doesn't make a difference because it's foolish. It, act, it absolutely does. Yeah. Your ability to sit with somebody and have them listen to you in a way that has nothing to do with them personally, like a mentor, like a mastermind group, like any of those places where they just listen to help you discover that blind spot and then find a way for you to have a breakthrough. That's what I do. That's what I'm most passionate about. Teaching people how to pick up barbells and do different things in the gym, that's great. But all of that is actually tied to a breakthrough of the mind before it is the actual physical manifestation of that. And so that's where my passion is. So, And subscribe if you guys um, like the podcasts. We appreciate that as well. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week.